Welcome to the Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Whoa, sorry about that. Wow. Kyle, not yet. That was, oh, wait, here they come. <laughs> so early. Sorry about that technical difficulty in the beginning. Um, welcome back to another edition. Everybody's here tonight. It's Trey Manisik. Um, we got Kyle, of course. Say hello, my dear. Hello, everyone. Hello, boys. And then we have the angelic but crying in her coffee, Michael. Whoa. Are you okay, babe? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you? Oh. Uh, I'm better than you right now. Kyle doesn't know about your sad, sad story, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Live. Um, so, what has everybody been doing on our little summer holiday, Kyle? Uh, let's see what I've been doing. Work has just been kind of kicking my butt. It's just been very busy. And um, I don't know if I told you, but I got laid off again. Oh. What? Yeah. Um, but, 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 um, I am still an employee until March 1st. So it's like they extended me to, for six months. So it's like a lot can happen in six months. They're thinking that, you know, with the reorgan stuff that we're going through, that there's going to be a place for me. So I'm currently still looking internally and there's a possibility I could be moving back to San Francisco. I have a feeling you're going to be moving back to San Francisco. Well, we're not quite sure yet. I have a feeling you're going to be moving back to Why do you have a... <laughs> because that's your heart. Like, you have fun in New York and you love it here, blah, blah, blah. But I've always felt nope. that this is big. Okay, can you tell them to stop it? I mean, I'm going to Every time. <laughs> Wait, let me oh. mute. I'll I'll just mute it. Hold on. No, you don't have to. I don't care. Um, no, I just feel like... um. This was a vacation for you. I, I I don't know how to word it. I know you loved living there, but I think your heart is in San Fran. And I'm scared for you to go back to San Fran because I did see um, San Andreas, and when the fault line does start, <laughs> it's going to go there. I'm a little worried for you. Oh, oh my God. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the one like Kylie screaming, pushing people, telling them to get out of my way, and I'll open a door to my death. That'll be me. Yeah, let's help. Let's hope your fate doesn't end up like that. Don't. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Spoiler! Um. Anyway, um. So, working, boys, 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 going to beautiful places. Like, did you go to the Hamptons yet? No, I have not. I'm going to Fire Island next weekend, and then I'm going to Provincetown and Labor for Labor Day weekend. So that's okay. about it. You know, I'm trying My to my neck of the woods. Know, hey, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it low key, you know. Yeah, but but like um, I said, I'm not, great. I'm not freaking out about it just yet because I mean, there's a lot of work to still be done. But we'll mm. see what happens. Great subway post, by the way. Love them. <laughs> 
Hashtag, hashtag busted. <laughs> hashtag bust. Oh my god, I wanted to beat that woman and take her Popeyes from her. Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> but if it was dark meat, the bitch can keep it because I only eat white meat. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, there it is. Um, Michael, what have you been up to? I mean, I don't even know the last time that all three of us have been here at the same time. Um, I feel, I've done a couple little trips, nothing crazy. Vegas was the highlight of my summer. I went there back in early June and done a couple little weekend trips to visit some friends and family. But other than that, it's kind of been a low-key summer. Um, hasn't really felt like summer. I don't know about the temperature where you are both at, but it has been uh, rainy. It has been uh, some days it's 40, and then the next day it's 80, and you're like, oh, it's here. And then the next day, no, back to 50. Um, but the past the past week has been felt like summer finally. So I can't complain about that. But yeah, it's just been a, it's been a nice summer, even though I'm, I, the, my position works 12 months of the year because a lot of people think, oh, school's out, so you don't have to work. That's not true. But um, the summer is a slower time, so it is it is nice. So I've just been enjoying myself. Nice. Yeah. What nice. about you? Sounds like fun. Um, well, my summer has been preparing for August 1st when I officially come out completely. And um, got to tell you, I was freaking out Wednesday and I had a little meltdown. So I don't okay. feel prepared. But when does one feel prepared for that kind of thing? I mean, mm-hmm. so... I just took a deep breath, talked to my sister Jamie, and we kind of got through it. So um, I was telling Michael off air that I went to Plato's Closet, and I'm like, do you guys know Plato's Closet, by the way? Yeah, I don't. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. So um, for Kyle, Plato's Closet is a um, secondhand store, but they only take, like, designer labels like and, and high-end stuff like Abercrombie. Well, that's a bad example. Um, like... I don't know, just high-end stuff. Everything's high-end right. there. Okay. So I walk in. I'm like, all right, I'm spending $60. That's it. So I picked up five tops, this Gorge.com necklace, some rings, and you know me, how dramatic I am. I had to get a cape. I mean, <laughs> I just had to. It was oh, my $10. God. I had to. It's fabulousness.com. So wow. the total came up to $59.00. Sixty cents, and I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I did that." Um, yeah, it was like really weird, but really cool. Nobody bothered me. Nobody looked at me, and I think I was more nervous about it than anything. But seeing these deals, I was like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. "I wasn't even paying attention to anybody." Um, yeah, so it's just been um, kind of crazy and uh, kind of weird at the same time. But um, also I'm dealing with um, one of my roommates is leaving. She's a holy hot mess. So, goodbye, girl. Uh, so oh. now we're interviewing. <laughs> mm, I'm going to leave it at that. So now we're interviewing okay. new, new people. And there was this one called, I, I have nicknames for everybody. Everybody knows this. Um, amazing Jason is his name. And he okay. was just amazing. He walked in and I'm like, I love you. And he was super gay and fabulous, and he never called my landlord back. I was so mad. And then yesterday, um, we interviewed uh, Dan the Man, and he was uber gay, so I really liked him. 
And, um, excuse me. And, um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no idea if anybody's going to call my number back. I just want somebody different in here. So how many of you live together? Oh, three. Okay. Adam's never really here. He's off being super gay somewhere. Um, love him, though. He, like, comes in. He's all, like, loud and drama. But not drama in, like, a bad way. Just, like, drama. Like, oh, my God, girl. I'm never believe what happened. I'm like, no, I won't. Tell me. And I just love him. And then, of course, there's, you know, little shy me. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, and then there's Rose. Um, I've nicknamed her Wilted because um, she's just kind of crotchety, I guess. I don't know. Let me stop that mouthing her. Um, yeah, so I've also told all my family, which my mother's the youngest of 11, so that was interesting. Um, uh, my coworkers, most of my friends. So, yeah, it's um, definitely been an interesting summer. Not what I expected, but... And um, I'm now a regular at the movie theaters. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw my post. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, mortified. So I walk into the movie. This is, like, the second time it's happened. I walk into the movies yesterday, whatever, it's a lux level, so they start... I don't know if you guys have lux levels by you, but at the Showcase Cinema, they share, like, actual food while you're watching the movie. Mm. So I'm sitting there, and the waitress comes over, because there's leather couches, and there's a button to get the concierge. And I say, oh, um, she's like, well, what are you going to have? And I said, um, can I have? She's like, wait, you want the popcorn first or the ginger ale, and you want steak tip? I'm like, hmm. uh, yeah. And how did you know that? She's like, when you walked in, everybody <laughs> recognized you. I said, oh, awesome. That's strange. And okay. And um, she kind of giggled and went off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to switch theaters. These people know. <laughs> it's like being at a bar. You are being famous. At a bar. Hey, David. <laughs> oh, God. This is a movie theater. Guys, get it together. I'm not switching movie theaters. I don't care. I get to start treating bitches. So, yeah, that was fun. So, anyways, uh, are we done yet, Kyle? Are we what? Oh, oh, we're done? Done what? Oh, I thought I heard a horn honk. Oh, for sure. you may have heard a horn, <laughs> yes. Oh, You're just used to it. Believe <laughs> like, not a siren. You, you know, now that I live on a busy street, I'm getting the horns and the sirens, so watch out. I'm trying to compete with you. Um... <laughs> So I guess we can begin with poor Michael's angst. Um, Kyle <laughs> probably doesn't know, but we all know how Michael loves General Hospital. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just like broke this weekend, like literally Saturday. I was like, holy shit. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, Ron Cavallari has been fired and been replaced by the two women who were running... Young and the Restless before Chuck Pratt took over. I can never say her name. It's like Jean 
Pasante or something like that. Yeah, there's all those extra vowels in it. I don't know how to say it. Oh my God! It's like, what, can you just like make it make it simple? I don't understand what your name is, girl. I guess the Jean. Just call it Jean. The last thing. We'll call it Jean. is gonna co-write with Shelley Altman, which is very easy to pronounce. And yes. <laughs> they were doing. I thought they were doing okay in Young and the Restless. Um, I was surprised they got fired. I mean, they weren't awesome. But I thought they did okay. So I just think it's a little weird. And I was telling Michael this off air. I think it's a little weird when they recycle writers like that and they don't look for fresh Mm -hmm. blood. The last time they actually got fresh blood on daytime was Hogan Schaefer, who was from primetime. He Mm -hmm. came on as the world turns and look what he did. He resurged that whole show. So I wish that they would find maybe go out to the independent filmmakers who are making one or two films. They're, they're great. They're awesome, but they're, they're just like hungry for work and they're not doing mm-hmm. really anything. Get them on the soap and boom. I mean, um, Pete LeMay was a playwright before he took over another world and changed that show. Um, Michael oh, Malone was, Go ahead. Is that the, I think no, I think that's was he where is this uh, one life to live? Is that what you were just gonna say? No, um Pete no, Lemay. Oh. oh wait, Michael Malone? Yeah, there was I know one life, life had uh, had a head writer that was a novelist and then came on yeah, the show. Michael and, Malone. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Nora or her character was actually from the uh, one of the books and I thought that was really Yeah. Cool. And I mean like he created Michael Malone, if you don't know him, he created Todd Manning, he created the Marty Faber Race, he created a lot of awesome stuff. He created the whole Christian Vega and all that and all that other stuff. And he delved into um, Nikki and Vicky and, and who really killed Victor Lord. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, we just need somebody imaginative, not the same freaking people right. all the time. I mean, Days of Our Lives is just as bad. Like Michael was saying, they get a new head writer every month. And then they hire somebody who did bad for them On another a couple of months ago, Dina. Yeah, they hired her again, and she was horrible. I don't get it. I will let my little songbird, Michael, say something. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm crying in the corner, but, I mean, I am a little sad. I know that there's been a but lot of... But you are, though. I am sad, but here's the thing. I only, I only watch General Hospital. Like, I don't... You know, like, oh, if generals let me down, I tune into days to get what I'm missing. I'm not one of those people. I don't watch all of them. I watch one show. And so for me, it is, do I like the show I'm watching or do I not? And way often, more than more yes than no, over, you know, since Ron and Frank took over, I have enjoyed the show. I've enjoyed it better than when the last people were in charge of it. So I think every time I see something that I kind of don't like or I wish didn't happen, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to like everything, but the majority of stuff I do like. So I was saying that that's kind of what makes me sad, you know, and I feel that um, what I liked about Ron um, was that he was a fan of the show. You know, he watched it, you know, before he was even in the industry. So I kind of always, you know, you kind of feel a little weird sometimes about the people in executive positions. Like, you know, do they even like the show they're producing? Do they even like the show they're writing for? Do they even care about us? And so I always felt comfortable, even if I didn't like what I was seeing one particular day, that at the end of the day, he was a fan of the show. And that, that made me feel good. So I don't know these other people. I don't know their intentions or where they come from or if they even understand, you know, the characters they'll be writing for. But I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, 
and I was saying off cam- off camera, <laughs> as if we're on TV, off off offline that um, I kind of do like the idea of two head writers, um, and I don't know if that would have changed anything before, you know, because I feel sometimes stuff is out of the writer's control. Like I was reading an article the other day that said, you know. Um, the execs wanted during this particular time, let's do some live shows. We want a wedding. We want this. And so sometimes you just have to like filter, you know, bring that in, you know, whatever you're given to, you have to kind of make that happen. So I don't know exactly what goes on behind the scenes, but I just know that overall I've kind of liked what I've seen. And I do know, you know, I'm not dumb. I, I read the ratings and how we've been down 13 weeks and things like that too. So, I mean, you can't ignore that. You have to address it. Um, but I, also feel that typically ratings go down in the summers. That at least that's what I've heard other people say. And, you know, just because I don't want to believe everything at base value, I've, I've, you know, looked some things up here and there, and it seems that there are slumps in the summer. So I don't know if this is necessarily the, where the show would be going or if it's just where it was because of the summer. So I don't know. I'm rambling a lot, but um, I'm curious to see what happens. But the one thing that I will, um, that I just feel a little unsettled about is, you know, the storylines we're in the middle of now that I really like, you know, what is going to happen to those? You know, will it kind of, will they follow this guide at first? Like, oh, well, here's what we were thinking, you know, or is it just going to be, we're just going to drop this or we're just going to change it to what we want? So I just don't know, like, will we ever find out who Jake is? I don't know. I don't know. So that's what I'll say for now. Right. Um, Yeah, and a few things that even Kyle can chime in on this, but um, back in the day when soap operas were at their heyday, Young and the Restless was the only soap that had Bill Bell and Kay Alden. Every other soap had just one head writer, and they did just fine. So I'm not understanding this whole co-head writer thing. Michael Malone wrote that show for 10 years by himself, or however long he wrote it. James D. Riley wrote Days of Our Lives by himself, and he did a great job. I mean, will anybody forget Marlena being possessed and levitating oh, in yeah. the bed? Or Carly being buried alive. That was one person. It yeah, doesn't that's take the first name you want. Right? It takes one brilliant mind, you know? And yeah. um, Jean is actually on the show now. She was, a, um, I think, an associate writer, and she just got bumped up. And Shelly used to be on the show a while ago, and she's coming back. So, um, But don't you remember that, Kyle? There was always one head writer on every show. Right, but I actually think that it's like maybe one head writer kind of spearheads where they're going to go, but they have a team. I mean, to, I mean, you're, I just kind of think I just right. talk back to like the movie Soap Dish, where you've got like people that write for mm-hmm. certain characters, but it's like mm-hmm. one person who leads the ship, and like this is where the storylines right. are going to go, yes. and then forms right. it out. But yeah, I mean, it's it all depends. It's like you know, I think having two head writers kind of helps because you can bounce ideas off of each other. And it's more of a partnership where it's like having mm-hmm. one solo person just kind of like. I mean, I think it would be hard on you because it's like the whole sh- the whole fate of the show is like on one person, whereas like at least you have two people, you can come to an agreement and bounce ideas. So it's kind of like give and take. I mean, one person can either wreck a show or they could like make mm. it a mess without any other right. kind of influence, right. you know? It all depends. I mean, granted, I do remember those days of our live days. I mean, it's like, granted, it's a mm-hmm. soap opera. I mean, I mean, it was amusing to watch. Was it like best thing ever. I mean, it was kind of schlocky. It was kind of like, you know, but it was fun to watch, but it doesn't mean that it's good mm. lighting. <laughs> right, but I mean, one person, like Claire Levine, she she wrote General Hospital. She was the only one writing it, and she did amazing things. She did BJ's heart transplant. She came up with Stone and Jagger and 
Brenda, and she did a mi- and Sunny. Hello, she created Sunny for crying out loud. Like, I, I just I feel like the audience is changing, and so are the background people because you don't see the show being run by two people. It just has one executive producer. So why the hell does it have two head writers? I don't get it. Well, I think, I think with, in terms of general something though. I think in terms I think of general that we hospital, do need somebody. The, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, of the four current soaps that are on air, General Hospital is the only one that is owned by the network. I believe the other, at least mm. Days and Young and Restless are oh. Sony. You know, so they're kind of, I don't want to say outsourced, but I mean, like, they can do their own thing creatively however they want, and the network can be like, yeah, I guess we'll keep it around, or no, maybe you should change this, but at the end of the day, it's here's our product, do you want it or not? And at ABC, um, you know, One Life and All My Children, GH, they, they're owned by ABC. So I feel there's a lot more interference from the people. Or because they're owned, they feel they can kind of just say, hey, you know what would be good? We haven't seen it in a while. A wedding. Make that happen. You know, okay, maybe we'll try to get Frank and Car- Franco and Carly to marry and then it'll crumble, you know. So I feel that that makes it a little different, too, because there's all these other people involved. Right. But um, there is a lot of network involved with Young, the Restless, and Bold and Beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how, but Bold and the Beautiful stays away from all this backstage drama. But they the show do, is don't they? Mess. Yes. <laughs> the show is a complete mess. But... <laughs> you never hear No, you're so right, though. You, you, you never hear you background hear? shakeups about that show. Never. Never. Yeah. But, I that's mean, so you true. watch the show and you're like, oi, oi. Don't the fish, you know? I mean, like, you're just, like, wondering what the hell is going on. But, um... Young and the Breathless is like drama city. Oh, my God. You'd think the number one soap in America would not have any problems whatsoever backstage. And it's the most dramatic of all four. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And it just started to happen. I think, like, when Lynn Marie Latham took over, that's when the shit started hitting the fan. That's when everything started to kind of, like, crumble. And ever since her... It's just been one kind of nightmare after another. And it's like, oh, my God. I predict, I predict that Frank and Ron will be at Young and the Restless in a year. And I'm going to shit oh, a bird. Really? Because they are attached to the hip. And I think that Frank did everything he could to keep Ron. Now, a lot of people are saying that oh, you know, the show hit all-time low for 13 weeks in a row. Okay, 13 weeks out of, like, five years or three years he's been there? That doesn't really make sense. I think there was something more that was happening. Right. But I also find it funny that Nathan Barney, who is, like, the – is he the the head of daytime there? I forgot. I don't know his actual title. Yeah. I'm not sure. He kind of joined in on Twitter wars with Ron, and they would, like, bully people and stuff. He tried to come after me, but I, this bitch wasn't having it. And um, no Nathan. Nathan peaced out. I, I haven't seen a tweet from him. haven't seen anything. So I think it's odd that he was like, oh, we stand behind Ron. We love Ron. And then Ron gets fired. Peace. He's nowhere to be found. So hmm. interesting. Um, it's a show all of its own, isn't it, the background? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> moving on from that dramatic topic, um, speaking of drama, did you guys hear about the whole Taylor Swift, Nicki Minaj piece? Did you hear about it? Yeah. Yes. Kyle? Yep. I did. Um, 
So for those of you that don't know, what happened was um, Nicki Minaj pulled a Kanye West, and she was pissed that her video didn't get as many VMA nominations as other people's, and she said in a tweet, oh, um, maybe if I was some skinny white girl shaking my ass, I'd have more nominations. And Taylor Swift, oh, shit, you got dramatic. <laughs> Calvin's girl went ham. She's like, uh, excuse me, Nikki, you need to stop hitting other women against each other. We're in this business together. And Nikki was like, hookah, who's talking to you? Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but I love my paraphrasing. Yes, yes, She's like, I like it. Who's talking to your bony ass? And then Taylor's like, well, I just thought that you met me. And she's like, listen, blonde bitch, I wasn't even talking to you. And she's like, oh, my God, Nikki, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> so sorry. And then Katy Perry <laughs> jumped in and oh, said, Katie. <laughs> you know, Taylor, it's funny that you don't people pitting women against each other when strong bad blood's about me and you. So, of course, Taylor ignored that. Apparently, she called Nikki on the phone after tweeting her, which is the proper thing to do. And says, you know, I'm sorry that we had this. Like, can we just squash this? Like, really? And Nikki said, okay, Bob. And then they're like, friends. So, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> you should write that down and say, wow, I like wow. it. You should write for GH now. You should be who they hired. Yeah, well, yeah. So um, so there is a question in all this. What do you think of Taylor, and then what do you think of Katie? Michael, let's start with you. Okay. Um, and even Nikki, I, tell me about what your thoughts yeah. are with Nikki, because she... She's pulled Kanye West. Yes, yes. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In my mind, anyone famous automatically knows each other and is in the same circle and they're all friends. That's what I like to imagine the world to be. And it's probably not. So I don't know how well Nikki and Taylor know each other, but it just seems, you know, because I said on this show, I believe that I used to secretly, you know, I used to secretly listen to Taylor's music, but outwardly I would make fun of her because why should I like her? And now I love her and I'll tell everybody but she gets so much backlash because she's off for every award and she wins so many awards. And sometimes you're like, yeah, you deserve it. And other times you're like, let someone else win. And so Mm -hmm. I don't know. So if I was Taylor Swift and I saw that tweet, I would very much think it was directed towards me. So I think Mm -hmm. she was probably trying to take the high road and kind of make the comments she did. And, and, you know, which she thought she was being proactive, not ignoring it, not, you know, feeding into rumors or anything. And maybe Nikki did mean it that way, but then when she comes back with, I didn't even mention you, which is true, she didn't, but, you know, who knows what people are thinking. I don't know. And then mm-hmm. then Katie gets involved. I don't even know what went down between Katie and, and Taylor. <laughs> I don't know what their feud is. It's about a backup dancer. Or something. That's all I can find on Google is a backup dancer, and I don't even know what that no, means. Did they date him? Did they just want him in their video? Is there more? I honey. don't understand. Honey, it goes to John Mayer. Hello, they what? just dated him. No, yeah, I don't Taylor think either of their relationships first. counted. Yeah, I don't even know if that counts. <laughs> Taylor was like in high school and John was like 40 and they went out for pizza once and she thought they were... <laughs> that's not a relationship. And the bitch comes out. Kyle has a <laughs> Michael finally. Holy shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Wow. I don't, and then, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'll, I'll let someone else speak for a moment while I regain my composure. 
Michael was an angel. It comes back and he's got claws. <laughs> Who knew? What is baby you, girl? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Kyle, if you can follow that up, I mean, go for it. Well, no, while, while you guys were um, chatting about it, I just looked up to kind of see what the scuttlebutt was about the whole bad blood thing. And I guess um, there I saw another mention it was less, I mean, and all, of course, this is also just another media report. It could be something fake as well. But it's sure. something, mm-hmm. it was less about John Maris, more about some kind of tour thing where, like, some dancers were hired. It was some kind of big snafu on that. So it was kind of like business-wise. But, oh, my God. Fact, makeup, who, makeup. Who, it's like, who the F cares? My whole thing about yes. the whole um, Nicki Minaj tweet and all that other stuff, I mean, first of all, I mean, I thought it was kind of laughable because it's like mm-hmm. – what the F is a VMA anyway? They don't even play <laughs> videos on fucking MTV anymore. So, where are you going to see the video that's I nominated? I mean, bitch, you're pissed because Anaconda wasn't nominated. Who the F cares? Like, the only way, why, it should be the YouTube Video Music Awards because that's the mm-hmm. only way you ever get to see them. So it's like, why? And it's like, I'm sorry, I thought, I thought your job or your passion was to create music. Now we know right. Nikki only wanted it for the for the awards. It's like, who the F cares? And then it's like, mm-hmm. Bad Blood is like, they pitted it against like some kind of um, Japanese or another video that's basically it's a ripoff. It's like, anyway, who the F cares? Madonna. The VMA. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, mm-hmm. is like, it's a VMA. It means nothing anymore because MTV doesn't show videos. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the weird thing. So, and then yeah. she was on, she was on um, Good Morning America, and she said, oh, the feud is over. You know, we talked about it, all this other stuff. It was wonderful. She apologized like she should, you know, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, oh, whatever. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, like, I'm sorry. It's like, it's kind of like saying, like, oh, my God, why did I get nominated for an Oscar for my bit part in, in um, The Other Woman? I don't understand. I was the secretary for four <laughs> minutes in the movie, and why did I get an Oscar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, it's like, know it's like Nikki. And first of all, your, your video was only shown probably twice after eleven o'clock because your bootay was all over the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. She said but it was make... a cultural phenomenon. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sure. Um. Right. You can you can call your butt whatever you want to, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. It just goes. I mean, I I saw it as like. Bitch, you just showed your true colors. You were pissed because you didn't get a mm-hmm. award. Is it real? Is this what you're doing the music for? Because if it is, then keep tur- then you know at least you know then just keep turning out crap. It's like you know finally right. Rihanna's back on track. She did album after hour, album like she was going out of style, and it was just like she mm-hmm. basically probably recorded about a hundred songs. It's like here now go and pro- and make it all these records. So I don't have to do anything and just smoke weed for ten years, you know, and right. then come out with bitch, but I have my money. So. What yeah. is the thing? I mean, it's a business, yes, but the, a BMA is not going to get you more credibility. It's a freaking right. video music award. It means it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything anymore. It's not as important you know as it used to be. You know what really bothered me? I, I will say this. Kanye West is a douchebag. I, I completely agree with everybody that says that. But... Why is it that when he says, I needed more Grammy nominations, I'm the greatest, blah, 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 people are like, you are a douchebag. I hate you. Go to hell. Nicki Minaj says, I want more VMA nominations. They're like, oh, girl, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. What? Are you kidding me? I remember an episode. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was on CSI Miami. 
it was during the whole um, Simple Life Paris Hilton Nicole Richie phase. They had an episode where these two girls were pretending to hate each other. And I'll never forget this. They're pretending to hate each other. And their feud was um, really, it, it boosted their publicity for them. So what ended up happening was one of them actually ended up dying. And the cops thought it was the other girl, but it was like some other stuff or whatever. But ever since that episode, I'm like, how do we know that these feuds are real? Like, they could be just for the publicity, you know? Katy Perry never mm-hmm. said one word before this whole Taylor Swift feud, and all of a sudden, you know, hashtag white rich, rich girl problems, hashtag musician problems, they're feuding over backup dances. Girl, please. Girl, bye. You know, like, stop it. <sighs> anyway, I'm done. Um, by the way, I'm feuding with Kyle right now because... I like Zach Efron now, and I don't think she should like him. So, wait, wait, no, you you were not there first. Ooh. You can enjoy from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't even pretend to like Zach Efron that much. I'm just joking. He's just too little. Plus, I think his brother's cuter. If we're gonna go there right now. Anyways, um, so. I don't know if you guys heard about the uh, the blow up from the Bill Cosby thing. Um, apparently, after all of these women coming out saying he he drugged them, he raped them, he's like, no, that's not right. I didn't do that. His wife comes out and says, well, he may he may have done what he did, but you know what? Those women wanted the drugs and they did have consensual sex. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Then, I don't know why he thought that this would never come out. A woman came out and said, back in 2005, I sued Bill Cosby because he drugged and raped me. And I signed a non-disclosure agreement, but I'm talking about it now. And Bill said, yeah, I did that. And then there was, like, documents to prove from the court that he did do this, but he settled with her. So he he says to her, you know what? I want my money back. You talked about this. I want my money back. Um, Bill, you're missing the point. It's not Hmm. about your money. It's about you admitting that you did this when you've said for all these months that you never did this to anybody. Um, Do you think he deserves jail? Do you think he deserves a pass? Like, Kyle, what are your thoughts? You know, I've tried to kind of stay out of all this because it's just kind of depressing. I don't, and I don't know, and I'm sure however we say it, it's going to come out wrong, but I'm like, I mean, isn't A, the statute of limitations already done and mm-hmm. passed, right? So, I mean, I mm-hmm, honestly right. don't think, I don't think, I don't think he should go to jail. I mean, I just think that he's pretty much, he pretty much needs to just be quiet and go away, you know, just kind of like, I'm sorry, you basically, this is unfortunately how your career is going to end, and it's not Mm -hmm. a good way, because it's like, Bill Cosby has done so much good Mm -hmm. that this, and this is so bad, it's just kind of Mm -hmm. overshadow all the good he's done, and you know, it's just kind of of sad, but no, I don't think the man should go to jail, I just think that it's like, you know what, retire and go away, and then it's like, it's just kind of sad. 
don't know. Yeah, like you said, he's a multiple Emmy winner. He made Ghost Dad. Like, there's some Fat Albert, Jello Pudding Leonard, Leonard Part Six. Uh, you know, there's Leonard Part Six. Melted <laughs> butter, melted butter. That was my favorite line in that movie. <laughs> oh, you actually saw oh my God. it? You didn't? No. Kyle, I, we were bonding right now. That's gone. That is just, that just faded away right now. I don't think I've ever <sighs> seen a movie with Bill Cosby in it. You never seen I don't think I have dad? either. <gasps> no. <laughs> I've seen picture God, pages. What, what do white kids learn in school? Jesus. I guess we saw um, my stepmother's an alien instead. I don't know. <laughs> oh. How dare you? How dare you? I just thought um, I never, I never, I you know what? I really liked the Cosby Show, but it was like Bill Cosby yeah. was never enough to get me to go see his movie. Right. You know? It was right. never, it was never a big draw for me. Yeah, I understand that. And then a different he was, world he created. He was that. more of a he was to me. He was more of a television icon as opposed to exactly. A he was. He was. Yeah. Um, but it's just like he has all these prestigious things. He survived the death of his son. And it's like, none of that matters because he didn't admit. This is the thing that drives me nuts. He knew that he admitted to this woman in open court that mm-hmm. he raped her, that he drugged her. He knew that he paid her off. He knew she had a, a signed disclosure agreement. And he said nothing because he didn't think it would come out. I'm livid at that. Livid. And I'm livid at the people that supported him, Whoopi Goldberg, I'm talking to your ass. And his wife, condoning his behavior. It's like the Josh Duggar thing all over again, you know? His wife wife and whole family condone his behavior. It's just disgusting. (sighs) Michael, here, what are your thoughts? Yes. (laughs) So um, I'm glad you mentioned Whoopi because I was going to go there as well. And... I, I, I haven't watched The View regularly since Rosie O'Donnell left for the second time, but I do tune in every <laughs> now and then. And one thing that always struck me is, you know, because that was one of the beefs between Rosie and Wolfie, you know, about you know, their, mm-hmm. their stance on the Cosby trial, or not even trial, but, you know. And Rose, or, um, Whoopi was always, you know, a, a staunch defender, you know, until she saw proof or until there, he was brought to court or until this, you know, that it is until proven guilty, you know. And, and whether we disagree with that or not, it, it made for interesting debate, you know. And if you're watching that and that's, you're kind of getting your news, it was, it, it, it kind of forced you to look at both sides, I suppose. But was it last week or the week before? They had someone on the show from, I don't even know, a news, a news station, a news person, uh, someone who knows knowledge. And he kind of broke it down one-on-one with Whoopi about these are the allegations. This is, you know, there's the statute of limitations that has passed, so he cannot go to court. That's why you're not going to see him charged. And and so it it brought Whoopi to the other side. You know, she's kind of said, oh, well, you know, and then in light of all these other things coming up, she's like, well, you know, if there's never going to be a trial in a courtroom, you know, it's going to be the trial by public. And so, right. And she's got to say that all this, all this points to guilty. And so she has changed her tune. And so I don't know how, like if she really truly supported him before, or if she was just trying to be opposing view for the show. Um, but it was kind of nice to see all that kind of laid out. Cause I'm sure a lot of people who don't really know what is going on, it was helpful for them to see that as well. But I right. go back to what you just said. How can you not think this is going to come out? Just like with the mm-hmm. how like everything's going to see the light of day. And even in those documents, um, 
he, he didn't even seem remorseful then at the time. No. And, and he certainly no. is not that way now. So it's just mm-hmm. the level of arrogance is astounding. And yeah. I don't know. And it's a, it's an awful way for a legacy to end. But at the same time, if these victims, if this is, if they're not going to have their day in court, you know, then they deserve something. And if, if, if this is how his career ends, I mean, at least they'll be part of that. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, but I also go back to I always kind of was intrigued by the, you know, I don't even know what you would call it, the feud, so, so to speak, between uh, Bill Cosby and Lisa Bonet. They never seemed to get know, along. She was that. always, and I never yeah. understood why, because she was my favorite mm-hmm. couple to this day. And mm-hmm. I just wonder now, like, did she know about yep. things or did she see things? And was she the one who was going to stand up? Or did he something on her? And she oh, I didn't go there. No, that's mm-hmm. a good point. I don't yeah. know. It's just made me question yeah. all of that all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And the thing that kills me, that kills me, is that if he did it once to this one person, he did all that. Like, he, he admitted to doing it once. It validates everybody else's claim, even if some of them, Janice Dickinson, sounded ridiculous you know yeah i just uh i just can't even even believe even janice's claim was in a autobiography from like 15 years ago so it's not even as if she Mm. so to speak jumped on the bandwagon you know she made those claims a decade ago and no one was questioning that at the time so it's oh i didn't know that yeah it's not until multiple people started coming up where people felt kind of Uh. safe i guess or that they would be heard because um, I know, I mean, we all know about Janice Dickinson. She always wants to be in the limelight and public eye and everything. Always. And so, you know what I mean? And I enjoy it. I'm kind of glad she does. She's fun to watch. But at least for this, this mm. is not something that she just made up for the sake of this. You can actually cite her source, which is herself in her book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. You're welcome. You're welcome. And here we go. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love I love it. it. <laughs> Every time. It's like they're filming Law and Order SCU right outside his window. I oh, think gosh. you're actually an actor, aren't you? You are on TV. Exactly. This is I'm filming my new reality show. <laughs> but the thing that kills me, Michael, is that when he was in San Francisco, the same shit happened. It was like Wait, for real. I think he like moved to Alaska. <laughs> I swear to God. Every show. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he moved to those kinds of streets. I don't know. Um, speaking of long-buried secrets, how in the hell could Hulk Hogan not know that eight years ago when he said the N-word on a radio station that it wouldn't be replayed or resurfaced? Um, mm. It feels like Paula Dean all over again. I, I, just, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand how... You could use the N-word and think it's okay and then say, oh, okay, well, I, I used it once. I'm not a racist. Yes, you are. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I told you guys, like, I know I can picture Kyle saying this. You know what? I don't care. Call me honky. Call me cracker. Did I tell you guys the meaning of those things? Have I told you that before? Wait, say that. I, I say it again? As, do you know the meaning of the word honky and cracker? I, I do not, I guess. Kyle, did I tell you um, before? I don't think so. So they're really bad. So honky is what the white guys back in the day would um, 
drive to the ghetto, honk their horns a series of times, and the black prostitutes will come out. And Crather is awful because it's the sound of the whip cracking on your back, and the person doing it is the Crather. So, oh, okay. so I understand that you guys, oh, wow. you probably have said, you know, hey, call me Cracker, call me Hockey. Yeah, don't say that anymore. Let <laughs> you know. So Cracker but, has nothing um, to do with the Ritz. No, it has nothing to do with the Ritz. Or it has saltine. nothing to do with saltines. <laughs> yes, it has to do with marks oh. on your back and devastation. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um... But my my point is, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone saying, oh, my God, did you hear Holly Berry called somebody a cropper, like, three years ago? But you always hear about these random white people saying the N-word. Michael Richards, mm-hmm. like, what? Mm-hmm. Kramer, mm-hmm. Kramer, what are you talking about? Um Paula Dean, that was just weird. And everyone's like, oh, well, she said it because the black guy was robbing her. I don't care. I don't care if he was, like, knocking her on the head. You just don't say that. It's not nice. We shouldn't say that either. Black folks don't say it. And it's still the same word if you put an A instead of the E-R. It's still the same word, J-Z. Stop it. Um, it it's just a bad word. It, it's right up there with, oh, I hate saying this word because I don't even know where it comes from. You know what? I think I know where it comes from. So calling a Spanish person a spick, I think I know where that comes from. I think it comes from when they, the stereotypical Spanish person is a cleaner. And in the 80s, they used to use spick and span to clean the floors. So that's what I think Hmm. where it came from. I don't know for sure, but it's still insulting. Um, There's other terms that are just offensive. Even, like, calling an Italian person a guinea, that they don't like that. Or, oh, what is it? I think a lot. I don't remember. But they don't like that. They don't even like Guido. So yes. I think that, you know, I'm not saying that we should be sensitive or whatever, but, I mean, Hulk Hogan is a wrestler representing the WWE or WWF or whatever the hell it's called today. And he's surrounded by people of all different nationalities. For him to say this, even eight years ago, was unacceptable. I wish some of these celebrities would come out and say, you know what? I said something really inappropriate a couple of years ago, and I'm sorry. It wouldn't mm-hmm. excuse it, right. but at least we would hear it beforehand. For it to be snuck out and then him to apologize, I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, Kyle, thoughts? About Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Well, about Hulk Hogan and the topic in general. Well, it's, you know, it's really difficult because, you know, I am from the South, so it's like um, I grew up hearing the word, and mm. granted, it's it, I to this, like, I'm not going to lie that, I mean, when I was younger, yes, I did use it. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to... Thank you for telling us and for not, you know, waiting for it to come out. Well, well, it's it's never on tape, so I'm kind of, you know, safe that way. Um, But it's like, you know, that's just because not knowing any better. And then as I got older and a little bit more educated, it was, you know, it it just kind of changed. And now I just can't stand that word. So it's like I I try... Mm -hmm. 
my damnedest not to use it because it's like there's no point right. for me to use it. But I can remember being around my grandmother and she would say it. And it's like I think she would just kind of say it in reference to a black person. And I would just look at her and she would look at me and she says, I don't mean any disrespect. She said, but I'm old. It's, you know, and I mean, granted, you can't really use age as a, an excuse. No. But I understood mm-hmm. what she meant. I mean, she was in her late 70s when she sang it, but she didn't. She was just old school Louisiana, but it's still no excuse. And for Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. granted, at the end of it, I mean, it's it's kind of like when Iggy Azalea said something about, oh, that was a long time ago. It's like, well, I get it. Things happened a long time ago. But, I mean, a long time ago, you were still kind of in the public eye. So you kind of just need to right. be mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all saw what happened to Paula Dean, now Iggy Azalea, mm-hmm. and now Hulk Hogan. It's like, it's kind of upsetting, but it's like, one thing to note is like, are people, I don't know, I'm just kind of confused because I'm wondering, are there people out there trying to catch others so they can mm. ruin their lives? I mean, not that I'm saying right. that you should, it's okay to do it just like if you're never caught, it's fine. I'm just thinking like, right. how does stuff like this from years ago come out all of a sudden, right. you know? Right. right. It's almost like people are making a living off of, off of doing this to other people. And right. granted, I'm not, I'm not saying he's excused. But it's like all of a sudden, years later, this is coming out. I mean, why wouldn't have someone when he did it originally say it then? Right. Right. Why? Right. Na- well, why I, now is it an issue? And back then it wasn't. I think you know? with the media in general, we always prop people up just to tear them down. You know, if you noticed, Tom Hanks is never in the tabloid. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts is never in the tabloid. Well, she's not anymore. <laughs> But it's like, I think there are certain people that the media says, okay, we have to find a way to make this, bring this person down. Or just like Kyle said, you know, I think that some people just like, that's their thing. They have to do this. They, they, they you know, this week I'm going to target Hulk Hogan. I'm going to find something salacious out about him. And I'm going to mm-hmm. go after him. You know, well, that's and, and I, and I think, David, also the one of the things is like right now, I mean, racism has always been a huge issue, but certainly right mm. now it's an even hotter issue. So like mm-hmm. maybe maybe back then no one was really caring. I said, oh, he just said, you know, some off-color remarks, right. no big deal, whatever. Whereas now racism, racism is like all of a sudden, this, you know, among other things, it's just it's more mm. of a hotter subject where it's like something like that now would mean more than it would have back then, you know? But I'm sorry, I don't sit around thinking like, oh, who could I destroy? I know. Hulk Hogan. Is Hulk Hogan, how is he even relevant now? I know. He's not. But guess what? The backlash was swift. He's not on any of the websites for the WWE, WWS. They took out all his memorabilia. His career is gone. Mm. Like, gone. It's like he never existed. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Um, Michael, thoughts? Um, yeah, like, I, this caught me by surprise as well, because, one, and I'm not being mean, and maybe, Hulk, maybe you're a nice man, but I haven't heard about you in years. And so I don't know, like, <laughs> what, like who decided, you know who I'm going to bring down today? I bet Hulk Hogan said some things back in the day, and mm. it looks very good. It, again, I'm not excusing it either, but it would be, it's, it's, so different. Like Paula Dean was like one of the top Food Network people at that time when her scandal happened. Yeah. So that I mean, it made sense. We're talking about her already. I don't understand this, and I don't understand Paul Hogan's daughter Brooke. How she came to defend him in form of poetry? I Did know. you see that? 
I mean, she loves her dad, and that's great. And he loves her. At least that's what it looked like in that reality show they had. But that, that poem, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But I think the the bigger issue now that so since everything is online, social media, everywhere, mm-hmm. you one, you have to watch yourself. But you shouldn't have to watch yourself. I mean, look at yourself. Like, maybe you should look at what you believe or what you think. Uh, you shouldn't have to be, oh, now I'm going to an interview, can't say the N-word, can't say the N-word. You shouldn't have to tell yourself that. You should already not be saying the N-word. You shouldn't have to right. worry about that. Um, right. I am a little worried that um, in this, the current world that we're in, that, you know, if you're in the public eye, you, are, you either have to be perfect or, or nothing. And there, that leaves a whole lot of middle ground where I feel most people probably are. And I think, like you said, if he had come out and said, hey, back in the day I said some things, they were wrong. It's, I mean, even if you gave some nuance to it, like, you know, this is what I saw when I was raised. I don't believe that anymore. Just something like that. You can kind of see some right. evolution. Whereas um, right. now I feel like for good reason they want to police people and kind of say, like, this is not what you should say, you know. But I don't, I don't know that they're necessarily – explaining why you know like and people only ever learn right. when they know the why why shouldn't i say this why does this hurt people if i did you know that's what needs to be talked about so um i do like a redemption story so maybe one day some of these people might come back i don't know but i don't know i guess it's just so maybe and maybe it's growing up gay and always hearing those words that we heard you know and yeah. so just, you know you kind of like watch not watch yourself but you're part of it or you know you experience it so you you, you kind of feel that way about other people. You don't want them to be hurt the way you were hurt. So I guess for me, it was never an issue. I was never going to go out and say this or go out and say that. Um, but I wonder right. if people never had to think about it. Maybe they just felt they could say any word they wanted to because it didn't matter. But I think they're seeing now that it does. Also, I had a thought, and you're going to think I'm crazy or whatever. What if Hulk Hogan is the one that released this? He's not I don't think you're crazy. Backlash. I don't think that's crazy. No. You know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. like you said, we haven't heard from him in a couple of years. Who would think of it? Could it be Linda, his ex-girlfriend, or his ex-wife? Could it be her um, Brooke's best friend who he cheated on Linda with? Or could it be mm-hmm. Hulk trying to get some press? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's trying to... I, I think that he... This is my theory. He released it thinking he would get some, you know criticism and he would apologize. I don't think he thought that the WWE or WWF, whatever it's called, would completely erase him from the map. Right. I think he right. was shocked by that. And um, he was like, Brooke, you have to do something. Please help me. Yeah. And that's why she come out, came out and said that. I'm sorry. The no, way that, that makes sense. There's part of my book, and I'm not trying to self-promote, but there's part of my book that I actually have this crazy theory that some of these celebrities plan their own redemption stories. Mm-hmm. Like, um, with the Ben and Jen scandal, they celebrated 10 years, and then, like, right afterwards, they broke up. And they were saying mm-hmm. how, you know, oh, um, we have been trying to work on it for years, blah, blah, blah. But, um, I don't know. I just, sometimes I think these celebrities, like, and I know this sounds horrible and I'm going to, you're going to like yell at me. And I think Kyle's going to yell at me. (laughs) I think some of the celebrity stalkers are even hired people. Like the whole Sandra Bullock thing. Uh Who would stalk you, girl? I mean, Mm. you can't even get a boyfriend. How are you going to be stalked? (laughs) 
Like, I'm, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. That girl can't lay no. my hand. No one wants no, to No, I think her. there's that saying, you know, like, what is it? Like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. You know, it's totally right. like that. You know, you are competing with all these up-and-coming people, all these current people, and you want to stay relevant. relevant sorry. Um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a way to get out there. And, you know, like, remember back in the day, if you had a sex tape release, like, oh, you were shamed, that was mm-hmm. wrong, immoral, your career's over. Yeah. And then that changed. Nope. And then people started leaking yeah. their own tapes. You know, to be like, yeah. I mean, exactly. and, and thank, thank goodness for that because now we have the Kardashians, and I am grateful. But I, I hear so much sarcasm in your voice. No, that's real. I do like them. You know yeah. that. I'm so over them. Um, Chloe's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's my favorite too. But but like, a, I cannot wait till I'm a celebrity. Do you know the scandals yeah. I'm going to do for myself? <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I am going to be the most scandalous bitch up there. I cannot wait. Oh, I'm going to try for Matt Damon, even though uh-huh. he's married with four kids. Maybe I won't. Uh-huh. Maybe that's just rude. That's just rude. I won't do that. <laughs> um, maybe I'll just go for Ben Affleck to try to get closer to Matt, and Ben won't uh-huh. know that, though. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. I hope he's not listening. Um <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget us when you oh make it. Oh my god! Please, I want to. I want to be famous by association. I just. I, so don't. Oh, forget. definitely. I'm bringing you bitches with me. Um, but also, just to let you know, I did. Um, there's a hashtag called um, hashtag uh, next celebrity scandal, and I tweeted uh-huh. um, at Mr. Silver Scott and at Juan Pablo de Pasi. Uh, fight over who's going to marry me or something like that. I can't remember. Um, just to let you know, I, I've been getting a lot of Twitter activity from these celebrities, okay? I mean, I can smell a scandal coming on. <laughs> I tweeted about um, Juan Pablo's birthday yesterday. Not only did he favorite it on Twitter, but he said, thank you so much. I mean, Aww. boom, Practically engaged, yes. Practically engaged. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, something I forgot to mention. Um, CBS actually, I don't know why they did this. CBS actually put out a survey. They want to know what we think yes. of Young and the Restless. Um, Kyle, I would love to read your, your comments on that. Um, I, I did it twice, I'm not going to lie to you, and I put different information. Uh, sorry, Abby, but you're, you're, I annihilated you. You have to go. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll tweet that link for you guys. Okay. Like it's fun. It took like 10 minutes, though. Jesus. They ask all this stuff. My favorite question was, why do you watch Young the Restless? One being loyalty habit, five being you love it. Guess which one I went through? Yeah, loyalty. I decimated that. And and then they have this, this part where you add comments. What can you do to improve the show? I said hire Ed Scott and Kate Alden. Get rid of these stupid writers. Get rid of JSP. Get rid of – I went off. I went ham. I didn't care. Loved it. Um, hey, they want to hear our voice? You got it. You gave it, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, so I just wanted to mention that. Um what other topics happened in the past couple of weeks? Um, have you guys, I don't know if I mentioned this before, um, I started watching this show called Sense8. I don't know if I mentioned that one. Have you guys heard of it? It sounds familiar. I think I heard it about from you. I haven't watched it, though. 
I've heard about it. But I haven't. Kyle heard it. Has, okay. So it's about eight people around the world, literally around the world, Hong Kong, San Francisco, um, uh, Germany, eight different people, and they all are connected by their minds. It's by the Wachowskis, and um, it's it's so amazing because one of the actors, his name is um, Lido. Um, his name, his real name is Miguel Angel. So I can never pronounce his last name. He is probably the hottest Spanish person on the face of the planet. His character is um, an action star in Spain, and he's also closeted gay. There is also Hold on to your skirt. A trans woman on the show who is a real mm-hmm. trans woman named Jamie Clayton, who is gorgeous. And she plays a trans woman who's dating a girl. So basically she's a lesbian. And her mother doesn't really approve of her, calls her Michael all the time. Her name is Nomi. I mean, it's so amazing. And there's like a conspiracy theory. Oh, you guys have to watch it. It's, I think, 12 episodes on Netflix. It okay. is one of the most creative shows I've ever seen. And then you watch an episode, and you're like, how are they going to get out of this? Because they managed to tell all the stories of the eight characters in one episode, to episode, to episode. And Daryl Hannah is even in it. Um, really? Naveen Andrews. It's so good. Oh, my God, I love it. So I can't wait. Season one already, you know, got done with Netflix. They produce all the shows and put them all out at once, and then you have to wait a freaking year. Um, so season two is coming. Um, there's this one episode. I'm not going to spoil it, but let's just say I think every person in the LGBT community is represented in that one episode. It was awesome. So. If you haven't heard of it, watch it. You'll love it. It's a slow start at first, the first, like, episode or two, but once you get to episode three, you're going to be hooked. Hmm. Um, yeah. Also on the little break, of course, I've been going to the movies left and right. I may have seen Jurassic, Park, uh, Jurassic World three times. I can't confirm or <laughs> deny that. But if you check my Facebook, you know I couldn't confirm that. Um, yeah, awesome movie. I also saw um, Trainwreck. Kyle, yes. I know you saw that movie. I know I it. did. I did. You did too? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We all saw a movie. Yes, um, yes. I saw movies too. <laughs> so the only reason I went is because I wanted to go to Left Level this weekend. I hated Amy Schumer. Hated her with what? passion. I what? wanted to meet her and trip her in the face. Like, I hated her. I hated her. Her character or how she portrayed her? Stupid. Huh? Wait, you, you, wait, did you, I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't know if you meant Amy like in real life or Amy in the movie. Like, are you talking about her character? Her, or you just don't in like real her in life, general? I did not like what? her. I did not what? like her. I, the whole wow. falling in front of Kanye and Kim, that was stupid. And I was like, so dumb. I did no. like when she said, no. you know what, guys? I'm 160 pounds and I can catch a dick anytime I want to. I thought that was funny. But. I was so bored. I said, listen, I'm just going to try this train wreck bullshit. If I hate her, if I hate her now, I'll hate her more. I ended up loving it. I thought it was hilarious. 
I thought it was yes, so and she wrote funny. it too. She wrote it too. I know. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't even know she had her own show and everything. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm oh, I'm an Amy Schumer fan now. Yes, yes. Whatever. So good. So good to hear. Whatever. Not happy. Um, well, <laughs> if you have time, YouTube her interview with an Australian um, couple. They were trying to interview her, and the guy was being really derogatory towards her. And <laughs> he says something, and she's like, you know what? I love having interviews with people like you. Like, this is, like, my favorite thing to do. And she, like, totally caught him. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's kind of funny. But in, um, tweet. Um, tweet. Search for that on YouTube. You'll like it if you like her. What were you going to say, dear? Well, the one thing, one topic that you, we didn't discuss, and it's like I was, and now that you bring up Trainwreck and also something you mentioned earlier about, like, the stalking for stalking's sake, I mean, this thing is, it's like, I I, I kind of disagree with, like, people, like, claiming they have stalkers when no one really, because there's enough crazy people in this world, mm-hmm. and just especially mm-hmm. after the recent shooting at the movie theater in Lafayette, Louisiana, mm-hmm. which is, like, 45 minutes from my home, so I know lots of people that are live there, and it was kind of sad and tragic to hear about something happening that close to home, um, which led to some interesting chats with relatives on Facebook about gun control, but it's just kind of very sad that some person could just walk into a movie. I mean, no matter where you are, it's like, it, I mean, mm-hmm. I go to the, I mean, I saw train wreck to in a packed house in Times Square. I mean, right. who wouldn't want to open fire there? I mean, you've got tons of people, you know, it's like, and you just right. don't think right. about it because you just think right. oh. it's fine. So it's just kind of like sad. And that's why I think that people that do have stalkers granted for us, we're thinking like, Oh no, one that cares about you and stuff. But, no one really knew about um, Rebecca, what's her name, from My Sister Sam, and she got killed. I know. Her. Right. There, That's I just think that there's, there's, there's so many people in this world that there's freaks everywhere, and you never know. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, we may only see, like, the public Sandra Bullock, but who knows? Like, there's some cra- I mean, I may say I'm a big fan of a lot of people, but I never go to the point where it's like I'm writing them dear something letters or stalking them. You know? Right. It's like kind of you know, very tame compared to this. So so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone does it for publicity. I just think it's like, they're just trying to put it out there. That's like, Hey everybody, there's crazy people in this world, you know, mm-hmm. Rebecca Schaefer. That was the girl's name. Yeah. yeah. So because I thought about, the same thing um, when, when that happened, it's like, um, at first, my first thought was like, who the fuck watches my sister, Sam. And second of all, it's like, right. she was, to me, a nobody, but to someone, she was somebody, you know, right. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it's kind of scary, very scary. And the reason why Kyle mentioned that is because the shooting happened while people were watching the movie Trainwreck. That's why he mentioned it. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, it was really creepy. I think, Kyle, to your point, it's not going to happen in a big city like that because people expect it to happen in big cities like that. The crazy people go to the small town to to shake the shit out of all of us. Like, this can happen in a town near you. That's why they do this stuff. Right. Um, I think it's creepy that you would go somewhere where people are enjoying themselves and ruin their lives forever, ruin their family's lives, ruin their friends' lives. Um, what type of person are you that you would do that, you know? And I I don't know. I always think of the bodyguard whenever I, I hear about a celebrity stalker, you know, how poor poor Marion was sto- Rachel Marin was stalked by that creepy guy. So jerk off. I wish Kevin Costner could save me. 
Um, yeah. Michael, were you going to say something else? I'm sorry, dear. No, no. Um, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Um, yeah, any topic that we haven't covered, because, I mean, there was a lot that happened in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll start with you, Kyle. Did you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. No. No. Um, what are your um, viewing habits for your movies or even obscure movies? Like, I don't know, right now I'm watching Diana on Netflix. And I just got finished watching Grace and Monica. So you're um, having a bad viewing? movie marathon? <laughs> no, I'm having a great princess. Marathon. I, I wish I had a tiara. Oh my god! Remember when she said, "Remember when Amy in the movie says, oh my god, yes, I'll go to my closet. Can you pass me my tiara?'" I don't know why I just thought of that. Um, anything you saw this summer that kind of interested you that we should watch as well, or? No, there hasn't been that much. I mean, I, I went to see Trainwreck because I like Amy Schumer and I really wanted to see the movie. And I was like, it was like a Friday night. I didn't have anything to do. And I'm like, you know, I'm just sort of the theater and stuff. But there hasn't really been any movies enough to make me want to go see them. Like, you know, I would think about it and then it was like, eh, it's not really worth it. Like before Trainwreck, I think I saw Spy. Like I thought about Jurassic World, mm-hmm. heard reviews of it. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't really care enough to go see it. And there really wasn't anything else that were that was so you know, riveting that I had to go see it. And then at the movie Trainwreck, the trailers that they showed, one of which was for Joy with um, Jennifer Lawrence that's not going to be here till Christmas. That looks really interesting, as well as Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. That looks funny, actually. And I don't even like them. And then the one movie that I think I'm probably going to see only because I like the uh, the lead, but it's probably going to be bad. And I think, and it, I, it it's kind of like one of those like, ooh, why are you doing this movie? Is Ricky in the Flash with Meryl Streep? Yeah. Like, oh, why are you doing this? But I and and everybody that I've been talking to thinks the same thing. They said they think she's only doing it so her daughter would have like her daughter would probably want to do it. And the uh-huh. right production company said, well, we'll do it if you can get Meryl to play your mom. You she's know? a good mom. Right. She wants her daughter to succeed. But I mean, she but, just seems. Too good for the role and too old for the role. It's yeah, like, Meryl, what are you doing? I mean, mm-hmm. when you do sh- when you do fun schlocky stuff like when you did She Devil, that was a long time ago, or when you do Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. it can't be fun. This seems like out of the ordinary. This seems like something yes. that you know Susan Sarandon would like have signed on for or something like Woody Hawn, <laughs> but not like she already like did. Meryl called Banger Sisters. They already did that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. And then Susan's done some uh, Tammy. You know, she's done some other crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Diane Keaton um, has done a lot of crap too. I because think I said when, so, really. Hanging well, up, I think really? that the, when when these when these actors do this, this is my theory. Again, it goes it goes back to like when I like become a celebrity and like I stage myself. Mm-hmm. I think when um, actors like Meryl Streep say, "Okay, I've won three Oscars. I need to stay relevant. What can I do?" I can be an old school rocker man. Whoa! It's written by Dale. Um, what's her name? Diablo Cody. Diablo Cody. That's it. It's yeah. um, Jonathan Demi's directing it. Yeah, this is good. I'll bring in my daughter because we've never done a movie together. Together, this will be awesome. This will be my. You know, people don't expect me. People, let me tell you, Kyle. People were protesting. Protesting. Meryl Streep can do anything, but she cannot. 
play an Italian countess in Bridges in Madison County. She just can't do it. She's so wrong. She's too white. She ended up getting an Oscar nomination, and it was one of her highest movies at the time, like grossing. Like, I have a feeling you might end up eating your words. I don't know. We shall see. I mean, it's got a good – I mean, like, Kevin Klein is in it. Audrey McDonald is in it. It's got a great cast. I just yeah, think right. it's one of those moments when I saw the preview. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, Meryl, what are you doing? This just doesn't yeah. seem right. And then in, my, in the back of my schmaltzy. head, and it says, like, but I'm still probably going to go see it. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> see? And she'll get an Oscar nomination for it. No, but she like, <laughs> I hate when I hear movies and they do, like, like, Audra says, you went away and I was here. I filled that hole. And I'm like, with what cream filling? Like I don't understand what you're saying right now. I don't. I don't like those she kinds the, of lines. She filled the void, not the hole. I understand. She should have said filled the void. But you know what? I don't need to hear uh-huh. that. We know you did because we see the pictures. You are not this girl's biological mama. You're blacker than me. We get it. You don't like it. We'll have to wait like to that. see the movie. <laughs> no, for sure. God, I can't think of an crazy. example. Do you ever see those those previews that look awful, but the movie was good, or the movie was, or the preview looked amazing, but the the movie was awful? I mean, sometimes they just yeah. don't match up. So I thought the yeah. same thing seeing the preview. I'm like, oh, what is this? But then you know, you see the preview like three, four, or five times, and then you're like, I think mm-hmm. I want to see this. Maybe I will, and maybe it'll well, be fantastic. Me, I don't know. I don't let know. Let me tell you something. I yeah. and this is why I've seen this movie three times. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. I love her. Mm. I saw the trailer for Jurassic World when she, like, screamed. That got me because it's not – you don't see that kind of emotion in that type of movie. And so when I saw – when it came up to that part, every time it came up to that part, I got chills because, Kyle, this is a movie you have to see in the theater. It is amazing. It really is amazing. It's more about – there's a lot of heart to it, and – I'm not going to lie. I, I cried all three times that I saw the movie, and I knew what was coming. Because were it's, you, it's so emotional. Were you crying because it was so believable for Bryce Dallas Howard to keep her heels on during an outrun dinosaur? <laughs> I'm saying, I was like, bitch needs to get out of them heels, needs to get rid of that skirt. I was like, damn, her, her dog would be barking. I was crying <laughs> for those damn feet. And those weren't low heels either. Those were like three-inch stilettos. This bitch was <laughs> running. I was crying for those feet. I was crying because Chris Pratt's butt looks on point. Yeah, I'm oh not going to see it. God. Woo. Did you just say you're not going to see it? No, I'm not seeing it. Why? Chris Pratt will be caught in it. I, I'm, it. No. Sorry. It's really Is good. Is it still at the theater? Is it still out? Yes. It's, oh, oh, please. Yeah, it's, 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 it's already made a billion dollars. Like, it, it's a juggernaut. It broke all the world records. It's like bigger than. I think it's going to be bigger than Avatar. Really? Oh, thank but the God. reason why... Anything can be bigger than I Avatar. That was like the I worst. I didn't see Avatar. How, did, how did, I will hang up on you, Kyle, if you finish that sentence. Oh, how my God. James, James Cameron should never write. He should only <laughs> direct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he is not a writer. He is a director. Oh. And Avatar was just, oh, my God. First of all, I couldn't... I, already, you already know I'm not a big fan of... Um, What's her name? Damn it, I don't know Cross- how to mute you. From, I don't from know Cross- how to Road. mute you. The chick from Crossroads. I don't like her, but it was just so bad. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you say the oh chick God. from Crossroads? You didn't say Zoe Saldana, the goddess? 
Oh my god! I, no, I, I, no, I, I said I, I said the, the chick from Crossroads. I know you did. I, I, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's happening. Where am I? As, as someone who's not seen, as someone who hasn't seen, uh, I, I already forgot the name of the movie. What was the James Cameron one you just said with the aliens or oh, whatever? Oh my Amazon? god! I need to no, no, for real. What was it? No, I'm that. not being mean. I forgot what it was called. Could you just Avatar. 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 Okay. So at the time, everyone's talking about this is the next best thing. This is the best movie ever made. Blah blah blah. You couldn't turn on a TV without seeing it. I've not heard anything about it in the past few years. So I mean, is it a classic? Maybe it did well, no. but is it, is it one of those mm. ones we're still talking about and watching? Just because the movie makes six hundred million dollars does not mean it's good. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, my friend, yeah. we watch, I finally watched it on video when it came out because it was like, fine. I heard so much about it. Heard so much about it. Let me watch it. I watch it. My friend and I looked at each other. It's like, oh my god, what a piece of crap. It was Let me tell you, that's the thing. When you get something hyped up, it ruins mm-hmm. the moment. It does. It because does. Everybody, everybody hyped up Scarface. Everybody hyped up that goddamn movie to me. I saw it, and I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh, my God, I love Scarface. <laughs> and I hated Goodfellas, too. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. classic. Oh, like, honey, honey you, really sh- you really shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> I did not like Goodfellas. Kiss my black the next ass. thing you know, the next thing you know, you'll tell me you didn't like the Shawshank Redemption, and I think I made. Oh, that's it an excellent okay. movie. Okay, it was, it's it one of the okay. best. It's one of the best movies <laughs> ever, and I can't believe it <laughs> lost the Oscars to that steaming pile of poo, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Another piece of shit movie. Yes. Yes. Um. So, anyways, well, um, no one has mentioned Magic Mike XXL. Oh, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, for God's sake, there's a review. I, I saw it twice. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I did. Once is oh. enough. What's that? Once is Once enough. enough. Oh, my God. Well, Joe Maganello does not know how to act. He knows how to gyrate. <laughs> it's a sequel, but it was not an equal. But it was nice in its own way. Exactly. The oh. thing is, I think that some of these actors, they don't, like Channing Tatum, when he first started out, do you remember him in Coach Carter? He was tough and he was. <clears throat> no. And even in um, She's the Man, he was like kind of rough. Now he's like uh-huh. so passe and he's like, I'm an actor now and I get paid lots of money. So I'm going to shake my hips and yeah. It was boring. I mean, some of the scenes were fun, you know, like the whole mm. mirror dancing, even uh-huh. though. How could a black guy and a white guy be twins? But whatever, I, I suspended disbelief, and I love. Well, unfortunately, and Danny DeVito were twins. It could happen. Uh, I can't even <laughs> go there. It's it's too late in the day for that. Yeah, sorry. Um, but I I will tell you this. Speaking of Arnold, uh-huh. Terminator, Genesis, amazing. I want to see it. Is it good? Amazing movie. It was so good. Jay Courtney can get it. Jay Courtney can get it twice. Okay. He was so <laughs> oh, cool. little confused about the like timeline, storyline thing, but whatever. Jay Courtney did an amazing job. Um, yeah. Michael, any topics that we haven't talked about or that you wanted to talk about? Oh, it's been so long. I don't know. Nothing's coming to my head right now. I'm sure I'll think of something after we hang up. Um, mm. I forgot uh, to tell you guys. Sorry. What's that? Tomorrow, I am Kate premieres. 
and no, it's tonight. I'm so excited. It's, it's tonight. Oh, I thought it was the 20th. Tonight, yeah, tonight, tonight at 8. Tonight. No, sorry. Tonight. Okay. So, the um, reason why I'm bringing this up is because Caitlin has wanted to meet Laverne Cox forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. And Laverne's like, oh, I, I, when I have a free moment, I'll meet her. Bitch. Um, then they met. And you could see, it was almost like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. One of them was happy, the other one was, mm, not so much. Mm. Hmm. So then, Laverne does an interview and says, you know, I'm really comfortable with my trans, my distinct transness, my big feet, my big hands, my deep voice. At one point, I did want to get the kind of facial surgery that Caitlin got, but I didn't have enough money. But now I like myself the way I am. I thought that mm-hmm. was a little bit bitchy. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I remember I don't, that. I don't like Laverne. I'm, I'm going to say it. Something about her seems so standoffish. Like, we're supposed to kiss her ass or... She's got, I feel like she has a chip on her shoulder, and I don't get it. You're getting all this praise. You're getting all these accolades. Being nice, goddammit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, something about it I just don't like. And I think she's, and I'm going to say it, Kyle, I'm going to tell you right now. I think Uh-oh. she's a terrible actress. I think she's a terrible actress. She doesn't deserve the Emmy nomination I've, she got. I've never seen her act before, so oh. I, don't, I don't know. Ugh. I'd rather watch paint dry. Really? really? She's, I'd she's worse. Because she's in Orange is New Black, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I didn't think anyone waiting. could. I don't think anyone could be worse than Laura Prepon, though. Uh, oh, I like yeah, her. You haven't seen Orange is the New Black. Laura, Laura no, I haven't. is pretty good. She's she's pretty oh. good compared compared to freaking. Please compared to to Laverne, she's an Oscar winner. Okay. Oh. Ugh. I just can't, I can't deal with her. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Um, I just, I don't know, something about Laverne I just don't like. I don't like her. Sorry, girl. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. Oh, what was I saying? I, 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 I don't know. No, I'm... I am. I mean, as we speak, I am trying to Google to see if there's anything new in the world of Eva Mendez. Um, all I can find is that oh, she did greet oh, to promote nope. her new beauty line, but that's not scandalous. So, got oh, no, nothing no, there. No Mendez moment. No, that's sad. Oh, you know what? Ignoring my what? right now. Um, we did forget something. And What's I just, that? We forgot to talk about Caitlin's speech. Oh yeah. At the ESPYS. That was so long ago. You haven't talked about it. You haven't talked about it by now. No. Oh. Um, we haven't been on the air. Um. Yeah, I. I. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I liked it. I just thought at ten minutes and forty-five seconds, it was a bit long. I don't. I don't know. I never watched the SBs. I don't know if that's the normal thing. Mm-hmm. But I started to sweat. I was just like, God, this girl, needs she needs to stop talking. I need to get a hamburger. Like, God, like, she just kept going. Jeez. <laughs> um, um, I thought it was kind of funny how whenever, <laughs> whenever the Kardashians cry, they dab the corners of their eyes. That's how they cry. 
they dabbed. Um, and they, of course, well, they flashed well, to them. They well, that's they the only dab. place where that has. That's the only place where that has not have any injections. So that's the only place that keep out. <laughs> and Kim was like smiling the whole time. She didn't dab at all. I'm like, honey, you missed the opportunity. Um, Michael, what did you think of her speech? Um, I well, I did not watch the SBs, but I watched the YouTube clip um, so I could see mm-hmm. this. Um, and I I liked it a lot um, when a couple of years ago, maybe, um, when Caitlin was Bruce, Bruce came to the school I work at and did a uh, was in our speaker series. Um, oh. And I got to I got to meet him afterwards at my picture and everything. And so the way that Caitlin spoke was very very much the same and kind of in line of like the motivational speaker. Um, but it was yeah. just so poignant and I, and I liked it. it uh, so many good things. I don't know. I'm not being very good with my words, but I think that for a lot of people, or for, you know, who might not have any exposure to trans people, um, maybe the exposure they do have is someone who's, you know, right, right. in the public eye is someone who's always been trans, you know, or at least outwardly. Um, so I think, what is really cool about this is this is someone who, you know, where those things you're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to be masculine, you're not supposed to be an athlete, you're not supposed to be the best, you're not supposed to do all this. So he's got, Bruce had all this big following, everybody loved him. And then mm-hmm. he tells us his truth and all these people, they either have to make a choice. Oh, am I just going to turn my back or am I going to have to ask questions and learn about this? So I think it's mm-hmm. been a really good thing for someone so public, um, especially right. at age 65 to do this. So um, right. I love the part at the end. I love the part at the end when she said that, you know, you're going to say things that you're going to make fun of or question motives and all that, do that. She can take it. But these kids out there who are going through the same thing cannot. And that's what right. you need to mm-hmm. be mindful of. Right. So I just thought that was a really nice moment. Yeah, I agree. Before I get to Kyle, I just want to say that Caitlyn Jenner is worth $100 million. She, as Bruce, was the best Olympian in American history. And she was a motivational speaker. She is a hero because of what mm-hmm. she's doing. Just like Michael said, at 65, she's saying her truth. The reason why she's doing it now at 65 instead of waiting, like some people said, you know, I'm just being Bruce. People have said that um, mm-hmm. because she didn't want to die unhappy. Now, there are other types of heroes, like soldiers. There are other types of heroes, like teachers. You know, to somebody at Michael's school, he might be a hero. To somebody in Kyle's life, he might be a hero. To most people in my life, I'm a hero. So I just want to make mention that there are different types of heroes. So when people go online and say, Caitlyn Jenner didn't do anything but cut off her balls. Number one, she didn't do that yet. Get your facts straight. But number two, there are all types of heroes. This year happens to be this hero is being highlighted. Right. Because it's such a relevant topic. And because, like Michael said, now everybody in America knows a trans woman, whether they want to or not, they know one. Whether they agree or not, they know one now. And it's kind of sad because when people say, oh, this soldier lost his leg and he should have been awarded the Arthur Ashe Award, guess what, folks? It's that annual award. He could have been awarded it next year, but because you have such a big mouth, that probably will disqualify them from next year. Great job. You just totally, totally messed it up for that person. I just think people need to just get out of their own brains 
and, and stop saying that soldiers are the only heroes in the world. Guess what? They're bad soldiers, too. You know? So, anyway, sorry, I had to go on my rant. Um, Kyle, what are your thoughts on Caitlin's speech? Well, actually, because I've seen the same thing about, like, the comparison between the soldiers and stuff, but actually... The ESPYs does have a soldier award named after Pat Tillman because of his perseverance mm-hmm. and determination. Right. So it's like right. there what so just because a soldier with ne- who lost limbs and stuff for serving the country didn't win the award for courage does not mean they don't have an award because they did have a woman and an right. American woman was the one who won the Pat Tillman award. So it's I like know, get your facts straight that. before you start complaining. Mm-hmm. You know, know, and then. I, I agree with you also. There's many different types of heroes. So it's like, it's just, I mean, people are going to bitch no matter what. It's like, if it was, mm-hmm. you know, if it was, if it was a black soldier with two, with no legs, they'd complain about a white soldier not getting it or the vice right. versa. Right. No one's, in this country, no one's ever, ever sad. So you're, you're going to piss off someone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why even bother debating it when it's just like, it's, you're never going to be satisfied. Because people are always a looking white for something. Guy. Someone had called a white hockey player a hero, and he said, no, the people that serve our country, they're heroes. Dude, shut the fuck up. Just say thank you. Like, who knows? Because of you, because of them thinking that you're their hero, maybe they're having a tough time at home, and the only escape they have is hockey. And they look up to you because you're a great hockey player. So you are their hero right now. You don't hear about soldiers and all that stuff when you're a kid. You you hear about them, but you don't. You, I don't think I was ever aware of a soldier. I was aware of the the basketball players. I was aware of Kirk Cameron. Look where that is now. I was aware of Oprah and mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. I wasn't aware that soldiers were fighting for our country. I, would, I, I maybe I was a naive kid. I don't know, but um, I knew that my uncle served and he got hurt. I knew that my other uncle served. But I wasn't like, oh, they're the only heroes in the world. People look up to firefighters as heroes and cops. Like, people need to just stop. But just like Kyle said, stop bitching. Oh, it's so annoying. Anyways. Um, so, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, what, are you, what is everybody's plans this week? Um, Michael? What is this week? Um... Uh, so this we, this Friday uh, we start we officially start our next academic year in terms of bringing staff back to train them and, and acclimate them to their jobs. So um, this next week is just a lot of getting stuff ready at work to welcome their arrival on Friday night. Uh, we start with dinner and then kind of go through the weekend and, and then we're off and running. Um, Thursday night, um, so I guess my last thing of the summer, um, the annual Lucy Fest uh, for Lucille Ball is held in Jamestown, New York, which is about an hour from where I live. And I've always wanted to go because I was a huge Lucy fan as a kid. And so I'm going for my first time this year. And they, one of the things they do is have um, – they bring um, comedians and they do different uh, stand-up showcases. And um, my, one of my favorite comics, Pete Lee, is going to be performing. So I have tickets. Um, to Tell me Hi. <laughs> so it's, it's just something to look forward to. <laughs> oh, but this is okay. I just have to tell this story. It's not really a, a big story, but last week my debit card was compromised. I, I swiped my card, you know, at the, wherever I was having dinner or whatever, and then I get this text message from my bank saying, you know, that you are, you know, your balance is $24, and I know that is not the case. And so I, I looked online, and apparently someone went to a Walmart in Arkansas and spent uh, over $600. <laughs> 
And so I'm like, what? So I had to call and cancel the card, and, and it all worked out. But the day that I saw that was also the day that the Duggars were officially canceled, and they live in Arkansas. And I'm not saying they stole my identity to feed their 30 kids, but I wouldn't be surprised. But the moral of the story is I got my money back, and I'm okay. Whatever, Duggars. So other than that, I'm good. Wow. He came back feisty, didn't he, Kyle? Jeez. <laughs> I love it. I love this feisty, Michael. <laughs> Angel no more. Angel no uh, more. I want to have a little more Julia Sugar Baker in my life, so I'll work on it. Oh, <laughs> you definitely do. Um, cool. Kyle, what are you up to this week? Um, Just work. Um, I'm going to... I'm supposed to be going to Fire Island this weekend with some friends, so I may not be able to join the call on Sunday because I think that's when we're traveling back. Um, but just like there's a this project upon project for this week, so I got a lot of stuff to do. But the thing is, it's like tomorrow I'm meeting with HR to talk about reload stuff, and then I have to, to make some decisions. So it's a lot going on. It's crazy. Hey, plus, hey, plus, plus I have to decide if I'm going to renew my lease here. I got the lease renewal in the mail, mm-hmm. and they're asking. You know, it's like, here's here's this, we want you to sign it. It'll start back in September, but I need to call them and ask them if I could extend for six months only because I don't know what's the stat. Like, in six months, I don't know if I'm right. still going to have a job, and I don't want to, like, sign a year lease and be trapped. Right. Whereas, like, I'd rather have a an out should I need to move or move away, you know? So mm-hmm. we'll see how they take well, that. What did you, does your gut tell you that you want to leave, or does your gut say, mm, I think I want to stick around here? I think my gut is telling me to stick around here. Okay, good. Because I know that SF is your home, but I feel like you've been flourishing since you came here. Like, well, you're out I, a lot more. I don't think I've given New York enough of a chance. And then secondly, it's like I think there's more opportunities here where, like, granted, the job to go back in San Francisco would be great for the return leave. It would be, exa- I, you know, it would be, it'd be a it would be crazy busy, but it would be great experience. But if nothing pans out as a full-time job, I think – there are more opportunities in New York for me as opposed to mm. San Francisco. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, then I take it back. I think that you might, you might stick it out. I hope you do because I just, not that you were depressed in San Francisco, but I hear in your voice that you're just, you seem happier in New York. You seem lighter, you know, you seem like, Oh my God, I'm doing this that, and the other thing. Where San Francisco you kind of like Kyle. What'd you What'd you do this weekend? I watched TV and I had a dinner party. Yeah, like oh my god, <laughs> I thought my life was sad, you know, and, and it is. But um, I just feel like now it's like oh, I'm rubbing shoulders with Matt Damon and Jennifer Garner <laughs> flipped me off and right, you know, right, it's right. So exciting now that you're in. And you saw Linda Lavin on the corner. Exactly. And you saw Linda Lavin. Yes. I mean, you can't get that in San Fran. Come on. True. 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 So, true. Oh, by the way, one of my one of my friends told me that I would look cute with Zachary Levi. Random, I know, but just thought I'd put that out there, Zachary Levi. Um. Yeah, that's exciting stuff for you too. Um. Yeah, so I'm just going to do a quick um, one more time goodbye, I, or last minute topic, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to prolong my time with you guys. 
Michael, any last words? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think I'm good. Okay. Kyle? I think I'm good. Okay, well, I'm going to end you? on that note. Let me I'm let sure you down. You, I'm, I'm sorry. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have lots of last words for us. Um, I'm going to end on a sad note. Kyle's probably going to laugh his ass off. Michael won't even care. Oh. and probably doesn't even know who she is. Um, Juliana Ramsick did say that her last day is August 10th. So. Last day with who? Bye. See? Um, she's a friend of E-News, the one that said the thing about Zendaya's hair. No, I know Which, who she is. I, did, I know she's on multiple oh. shows. Like, is she leaving E-Network oh. totally? Or just no, yeah. she's just, no, no, no. She, no, it's she's E-news. just leaving E-News. So... Okay. That's not really that's not really ending on a sad note. Okay. Ouch. That's actually ending on a good thing. Nobody forgot to watch E News. <laughs> I watch E News every day at seven. Well, Monday through Friday, and then I watch E News weekend. But um It's your version of Entertainment I think, Tonight, I know. Exactly. What was that new show I, that AJ Hammer used to host? What was that? What network was that? Oh, I like that one back God, in the day. So hot. AJ yeah, Hammer. Is he still around? Um, yeah, he is. Inside Edition? Yeah, mm, I don't know. I'm going to have to look this up now. God, he is so hot. Him and his weird eyes. Um, <laughs> he does have weird eyes. They're kind of like bird eyes, kind of like Brittany. Um, but, yeah, he's hot. No, but I think it's she's been on the, sh- the show 14 years. Like, oh, I'm sad. But I think ever since the Zendaya comment, She's falling off her axis. The girl doesn't know what to do with herself. But she's still going to be on Bill and Juliana, the, the reality show, and she's still going to be on Fashion Police, so, which is coming yeah. back with Melissa Rivers, which it should have always had Melissa, but whatever. And, um, yeah, Nick, um, I don't know. I kind of I like the thought that she's not going to be on anymore because sometimes she can be a little crass, but whatever. Um, so it's going to be a huge change, that's all. But um, dear E! News, please show Jesse Giddings a lot more. I never see him anymore. Is he still employed? What's going on? So that's all I have for um, today. It was lovely talking to you both. I missed you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I guess I'll be talking to Michael next week without Kyle. Which yeah. is fine, I guess. I guess <laughs> I'll have to deal. Well, if that changes, I will let you know. But as Did far as know I do know, mm. probably not, no. She's too busy for us, whatever. But again, it was 48 years old. What? Oh, my God. 48 years old. I just had to look for hammer it. I don't care. He's hot. <laughs> oh, wow. he's so hot. Good job. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's older than William Wait, he's older than Julian? Oh, my God. Oh, but what was the show he was on? Uh, Listen to a few. They said uh, Showbiz Tonight. I'm like, headline news, maybe. Um, he, it did mention, oh, why is it being slow? Um, it did mention he was a correspondent for, like, E! News Live. I don't remember that show. Is that, oh, oh is I remember that. that. Is, yeah. is that E! News? Is it just, I don't know, yeah. live? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it, it was um, E News, but it was when it was E News Live. I don't know why they okay. added the live, but whatever. It was the same show. It was probably repeated five times, so therefore it, it wouldn't be live. But 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I found out. All right, bitches. Well, thanks again <laughs> for making time for me in your busy schedule. I um, love you guys. I'm glad to hear from you. Yes, it was a good time. Yes, as always, a pleasure. Oh, such sarcasm from that one. It was not fantastic. Um, <laughs> he loves you. He, he does. Didn't it, Michael? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.